we've been on the series about all in and uh, as we've used that icon about the uh, poker chips and again we're not encouraging about playing poker where in fact we would deter you from that but we understand that concept of all in when a person's playing poker they're saying I'm putting all my chips in and I'm betting that I'm going to be a winner when it's all over. And that's the way that God really wants us to be in our lives spiritually, to be all in, put all our chips in, everything of our life, and to bet that in the end, we're going to be a winner. And I believe that is true with all my heart, that as we've looked to the scriptures about being all in, that when you put every aspect of your life all in, when you truly trust the Lord with all your heart, that in the end, you're going to be a winner. And we're going to look at this morning as kind of wind down. Actually, the uh, Red and the Youth Global Group will be kind of winding us down about being all in in missions. But uh, I'm going to wind down kind of my focus on this series about being all in this morning as we look at trust and obey all the way. We sing the song sometimes in church about trust and obey, but sometimes we kind of just test the waters. When Joyce and I were on vacation, the uh, pool waters were cold, and Joyce, usually when the water is cold, she does this. She tests the waters. And if it's cold, then the next thing might be, whoo, and then she might go, ooh, and then the next thing is, ah, now, as Richard just said a while ago, your pastor's usually all in. So here's the pastor's approach. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I come up and hear Joyce say, you're crazy. <laughs> and then a little later on, another lady who was doing the same thing as Joyce, and I dove in, she, I came up and she said, man, you're brave. I told Joyce, I said, I like her better than you. <laughs> she says, I'm brave. You say, I'm crazy. Sometimes being all in may seem a little crazy, but God expects us to be all in if we're going to get all the blessings that God has for us. And so trust and obey is all the way. It's not touch your toes and see how it feels, but it's going all in with the Lord. You're either all the way with the Lord or you're not in at all. When my children were little, Michael and Christy, uh, I used to, sometimes as I'd play with them, I might set them up on something high like this or some other piece of furniture and I'd step back and I'll say, jump to daddy. And I remember the first time that I did that, they kind of went, uh. I said, I'll catch you. And they jumped. And they would do that. And they got to where they'd say, put me up on the counter and let me jump to you. They loved that thrill of jumping and knowing that their father, their dad was going to catch them. I think it was Christy, if I remember right, that uh, someone else and the uh, family was at some gathering, was going to do the same thing. And so they set Christy up on something high, and she had been jumping in my arms, and they said, all right, Christy, jump. She didn't move a muscle. She's thinking in her mind, I know my dad's going to catch me, but I don't know about you. She wasn't sure whether she could trust this other person, but she knew she could trust her father. He had been tr proven to be trustworthy. And in life, we're kind of that same way. We're, so if we kind of flip things around as we grow and mature, we kind of <clears throat> experience times where we trusted somebody, but we find out we couldn't trust them. And then I think that kind of bleeds over in our spiritual life and we get to a point we're not sure we can fully trust 
the Lord in our life. But the Lord tells us that if we trust and obey and go all the way, He'll definitely be with us. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 3 and verses 5 through 10. And I'm reading this out of the New King James this morning. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruit of all your increase so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Now as we look at these scriptures, as we read through it, there's some of it that maybe kind of has a little bit of confusion to us, but there's some great truths that we can take away from these scriptures today that will help us to know how to trust and obey all the way holding nothing back, knowing that we can fully trust the Lord. Now in that verse 5, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And we obviously have used that expression, all of our heart, probably many of us in many different ways in our life. Maybe even you've told your child that you said, I love you with all my heart. Or maybe you've looked into the eyes of your spouse and said, I love you with all my heart. And when we're saying that, we've kind of got to a point that we're thinking, all right, I'm not sure if there's any other words that can express my love in the ultimate expression other than to say with all my heart. I'm saying with my most inner being, I love you. All of me loves you. And here the Lord is telling us that in the Scriptures that we're to trust in Him with that same expression with all of our heart. And the trust of the Lord in the original Hebrew writing, the word really means to be confident, to be at total ease and not just saying I have a trust for you, but I am totally confident in you. And so as we look at these scriptures, the Lord is saying from our very being, if we're going to trust and obey the Lord, to really be all in to Him, then we've got to trust Him with that type of confidence. And if you got your app this morning and you look at that first line, it says, I trust the Lord with total confidence that He is working through good and bad to work all things together for my good. You see, when it says trust in the Lord with all your heart, it's not just trusting the Lord when everything's going good, when you've got a raise at work and when everything's functioning good at home and everything is going the way that you want it to go. Trusting the Lord with all your heart means good, bad, and ugly. You have all your confidence in Him. And in Romans 8, 28, the Bible tells us that we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose. What that is saying to you and I is that in the good and the bad and the ugly of life, that God's going to take the good, bad, and the ugly, and He's going to work it all out together for my good. If I love Him, and I'm trying to fulfill His purpose for my life, God's going to take it, and He's going to work it all out. Now, when we're in the midst of that, when we're in going through some storms in our life, we may be questioning and saying, God, how is this going to turn out to the good? Matter of fact, over the years of pastoring, I've had people over different times in different circumstances of life look at me and say, I just can't see any good coming out of this. <clears throat> and yet over and over, I've seen God take the good, bad, and the ugly and work something out good. 
at that very moment, it may just seem ugly, but God's working it all out to good. I've seen God take bad situations to lead people down a good path. Probably some of you have been in circumstances in your life that you've been like, I have been at points in my life that it seemed like finances wasn't going good and things were going downhill and it seemed like things were getting worse. I remember at, uh, when Joyce and I got married, I'd lost my job because uh, they were closing a plant and wanted me to move to another location. I didn't want to do that with Joyce, with us just getting married and move her away from family. And, and so then uh, I couldn't find a job for a while and I finally got a job that uh, I thought, I'll just get this for a while because this, this job is not going to end up being a good job for me. It's just going to get me by. Much to my surprise that God was working out me losing my other job to get me at this place at the right time at a point that I thought was just going to get me by till I could find something better to lead me to getting promotions and raises that I couldn't have probably got anywhere else. What was God doing? He was taking something that seemed like an ugly time and God, I'm getting married. And my wife's going to be married to an unemployed man. And I can imagine my father-in-law was thinking, man, what a bummer we're getting here. But God's working all things together for my good. Because in the midst of that, I did love the Lord. And I was trying to fulfill His purpose for me in my life. And I just had to trust with confidence that God was going to work it all out. And so if you look at your app this morning, one of the takeaways that I would have you to take from this scripture that I think God would have us to do is to understand I can trust the Lord with total confidence, not just a little bit of confidence, but total confidence that He is working through the good and the bad to work together all things for my good. The Bible says not only to trust in the Lord with all your heart, but then He says, and lean not on your own understanding. What does that word lean mean you know, just kind of lean over. The word lean there means to depend upon. And so the Scripture is saying that we're to trust in the Lord with our total confidence and not be dependent upon our own self and our own knowledge and our own understanding. Basically, you know, we have a tendency that we see everything black and white, don't we? With two plus two has to equal four. But I found out that sometimes with God, two plus two equals ten. You say, you're crazy, preacher. No. Sometimes two plus two seems like it's going to end up being small, but God has something bigger in store. And so when I lean or when I depend upon my own thinking, my own math, my own way of seeing things, putting it all together, comes up a little bit short. But God's got something better in store. And sometimes when I am looking at my own math and my own adding things up, it will cause me to react in ways that's maybe not the way God wants me to react because I'm dependent on my, upon myself. Well, if this is going to turn out good, I've got to do this. But the Scripture's saying don't lean or depend upon your own understanding or your own math or your own logic of things, but to depend upon the Lord. And so the takeaway that I think God would have us from these Scriptures this morning is I don't have to lean or depend on my own abilities because my Lord will supply all my needs. You see, the Bible tells us in Philippians 4.19 that my God shall supply all my needs according to His riches and glory, which means my bank account might be running out 
and my resources may be coming up short, but God has plenty of resources to meet every need in my life, even when I can't see it on paper, even when I can't see it in the horizon, God has it all worked out. And so if we're really going to be all in with the Lord and really be at a point in our life that we trust and obey all the way, then I have to understand I don't have to lean or depend upon my own abilities because my Lord will supply all my needs and my needs according to His riches and glory. Now when we get to that point, that's where we're kind of really trust, testing the waters about trusting, isn't it? Whether I can really fully trust in the Lord. And you know I said that in life we kind of have a tendency as we mature, we get trust in people and then we get kind of deserted or they're not there for us or we find out we can't fully trust them and life for us is a lot how many of you have ever watched the show in any way survivor on tv raise your hand probably it looks like over half of the people have seen that show well that show of survivor is about outplaying outwitting outlasting the other people in it but in that show as they tried to strive towards winning the prize of a million dollars they tried to develop kind of alliances, they say, getting a trust group. But as you see them talking about, hey, hey I'm, I'm all in with you and you can trust me and, you know, you be there for me and, we, you know, and, and it looks like they got a great group and then they get to the camera by themselves and say, uh-uh, I'm going with them over here. And it's all about outwitting, outplaying, outlasting the other person. I'm afraid that that mentality has affected our lives spiritually that we can't get to a point that we're fully trusting the Lord with confidence and we haven't gotten to a point that we're really depending on God because we've kind of learned through life and even reality shows that people will let you down. But as I look at the next scripture, I see that we can be reminded that the Lord doesn't let us down. In verse 6 it says, In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. In that expression, in all your ways, acknowledge Him. The acknowledgement there is to recognize God. It's not just to say, okay, I know there is a God. That's sometimes what we would think of as acknowledgement. But it's to mean that we recognize God, that we see Him, and that we know that He's there no matter where we are. Matter of fact, in the song that we just sang, it says, there's no place that I have gone that you haven't already stood. Isn't that awesome? That not only does God go with us and we can acknowledge Him when we see Him, but the, even through that song and through the Scriptures, I've learned that before I go, God's already been there. And as I go there, He goes with me. And so the Bible's letting me know that, and I love the Scripture in Deuteronomy 31.6 and Hebrews 13.5 that tells us that He will never leave us nor forsake us. God's not going to leave us all alone and He's not going to forsake us. The only moments that we ever feel like we're alone in our life is when God's trying to get us and get our attention and to just listen and watch for Him. I think God would have us take away from that this third point in the app and it's this. Anywhere I go, the Lord is with me because He will never leave me or forsake me. To that I say a hearty amen. The good, bad, and the ugly, he's still there. As the poem about the footprints in the stands show that when we're going through the valleys in our life 
And we see that it appears to be only one set of prints in the sand. The Lord said, that's where I carry you when you're in the valley. And I believe that that's true, that the Lord carries us when we can't carry ourselves. We look on to the next scripture, the Bible tells us this. It says, do not be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and depart from evil. And it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. The Bible is kind of taking us through a reality of having confidence in the Lord and being dependent upon Him and knowing that He will never leave us to the next few things that are kind of an affirmation of God's blessings if we do that. If we trust in Him with total confidence, if we don't lean or depend upon our own abilities, and if we know that He will never leave us or forsake us, the Bible is telling us if we have a fear or a reverence or respect for God, that reverence in the Lord brings health and strength to our lives. That we're not to... Matter of fact, the Bible tells us that if we fear man... It'll bring us to a snare. But if we trust in the Lord, it'll bring us to blessings. The Bible's letting us know that if we put our confidence or fear or certainty in somebody, we're going to end up being caught in a snare or falling short of what we really are looking for. But God never lets us down. We can always trust in Him. And so the Bible is letting us know in this scripture that, that if we reverence the Lord, it brings health and strength to our life. Basically, it's saying that the Lord blesses those. And matter of fact, if we even look at the next point that the Bible tells us in verse, 10, or verse 9, it says, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase, and so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Now, we may not understand the principle much about barns and vats and, and wine, but they understood it in that day. They understood that their barns would be blessed and fill up. They understood the principle that their vats would have so many grapes that the wine would be overflowing. They understood the principle that the Lord is teaching here, and that is that if we honor the Lord by putting Him first with all our possessions, that the Lord will bless us financially and overflowingly. What is the Bible giving us principle here? And that is, honoring the Lord with our possessions brings, brings blessings financially to our life. Now, I almost had a little bit of hesitancy when I typed that out as the Lord was speaking to me about that because I thought, for some, we've heard all these things about those who have this mentality that if you just do what God asks you to do, God's going to make you rich. It's what we call the health and wealth boys. A mentality that they say that if you just do what God does and if you'll send them a financial blessing, you'll get financial blessings. I always tag that in there at the end, don't they? Send me some of what you got and God will bless you. The Bible's just telling us that all we got to do is just honor the Lord with all our possessions and that will bring financial blessings to our life. It actually just brings blessings. As a matter of fact, if you go to Malachi 3.10, the Lord said... It said, bring the tithes into the storehouse. And to they, them, they understood the first fruits was that first portion of everything that they brought in. The, uh, the tithing, they knew that, understood that was a tenth. And so they were understanding that if I take all that God blesses me and the first of what God blesses me, give a tenth back to God, and Malachi says, see if I won't open up the windows of heaven so much that you can't hold it all. What is God saying? If you just... Trust 
and obey all the way, I'm going to bless you. You see, as I've looked to these scriptures in Proverbs 3 through 5, I can see a clear message that God has given us that He would have us to take away. And that is, you've got to trust God and you've got to obey whatever He asks of you. And if you'll be all in, you get all the blessings. Now, does that mean that nothing wrong is going to ever go or happen in our life? No. Because I said that the good, bad, and the ugly, God works out all things together for our good. And so there are times when we go through life that we go through some valleys, we go through some difficulties, we go through some challenges that we don't understand. And as we sang the song a while ago, sometimes we have a mountain and we say, God, would you please move this mountain? And God doesn't move it. But sometimes God has a plan for us to make a few laps around the mountain, for us to learn a few lessons, to grow in a little bit of maturity, so that God can bless us and use us for His glory. I want to ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes for just a moment this morning. All in. I think that if there's ever a, really a verse in the Bible or verses in the Bible to kind of wind down being all in, it's these verses. And that is trust and obey. And be all in. Because there's no other way. And I believe that, that God wants us to trust in every aspect of our life, our family, our finances, our physical health, in every way to trust the Lord, and then He's going to pour out those blessings upon us. Trusting and obeying is not just a little test of the waters, but it's diving in. It may be today that in your own personal life, Maybe there's some things that God has been speaking to you about, nudging you along, or maybe you've even read in the Scriptures or heard in a message or in teaching. But God has spoken to you that He's saying, I want you to trust me with total confidence. Don't depend upon your own abilities or your own understanding. Just depend upon me and see if I won't open up the windows of heaven and I pour out blessings upon you. If God has been speaking to you in some area of your life or maybe you've been holding back on God in some area, Will you just trust and obey and see if God won't open up the windows of heaven and see if He won't bless you? Would you just make a point in your life to say, God, all right, I'm all in. My possessions, my talents, my abilities, Lord, I, I'm all in. Because as I look to these scriptures, I see that trust and obey all the way is the only way that we fully understand what God has in store for us. While heads are bowed and eyes are closed, maybe that you've been kind of holding back on God in some area of your life. Maybe God's been speaking to you and you've been a little bit afraid about taking that step, feeling like you're not fully equipped. or Maybe you're not sure how things are going to turn out. That's, that's leaning on your own understanding. God's telling you to just depend upon me. Just trust me. God's been speaking to you in some area of your life to just really trust Him and make a step of faith. And you want me to lift you up in prayer, would you just slip up your hand just to say, Pastor, would you pray for me? Yes. Yes, I see those hands. Yes. Heavenly Father, Lord, I come to you today. And Lord, I want to lift up to you those who raised their hand that said, Pastor, would you pray for me? Because God's been speaking to me about trusting Him and being obedient. And Lord, I don't know what the areas are in their life that you've been speaking to them. 
But I know for us to truly be all in, we got to trust you and obey whatever you speak to our hearts. And Lord, you said that you would bring the health and the strength that we need. Lord, that you would provide for us financially. Lord, that you would pave the path for us and make a straight path. And Lord, I know that everything doesn't always go easy and doesn't always go perfect, but I know that you lay it all out. And no matter where we go and what direction we go, Lord, you've already been there and you'll go with us as we go. So God, for those who raised their hands this morning, Lord, I pray that you would strengthen them, that you would encourage them. Lord, I pray that you'd help them to make that first step to just trust you and obey and to know that you're working all things out together for their good. Lord, we love you this morning. And God, I'm thankful. You know, I, I was thinking even as I was praying about this message and a person could say, you know, why, why should I trust and obey God? And immediately my mind thought about John 3.16, for God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And immediately, Lord, You reminded me, why should we trust You? Because You love us with all Your heart. And Lord, You love us so much that You gave Your one and only Son, Jesus, to die for our sins so that we might have for forgiveness. So why should we trust You? We should trust You because You love us so much and You've got a lot invested in us. And so Lord, I know, God, that with that type of love and that type of investment, You're definitely going to work all things together for our good. Lord, we love You this morning. God, we pray You'll touch lives and that You'll be glorified. And it's in Your name we pray. Amen.